Welcome back to another Ghost Cult Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Keefe. Today's podcast is an interview with Tiger from Cadaver. Cadaver's brand new record, For the Dead Travel Fast, is coming out soon on Nuclear Blast Records. Check it out. Chat here with Tiger from Cadaver. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Uh, so we have the brand new record for the Dead Travel Fast coming out in October on Nuclear Blast. And, you know, it always strikes me, uh, Cadaver's been a band that has been very prolific and very, it's seemingly very hardworking all the time, touring, recording pretty much a record every couple of years. Do you guys write and record all the time? It seems like you're always working on something. Uh, no, not like that at all. Um, uh, it's rather retouring for a long period and then when we are done with the cycle like we tour for one and a half years and then we take six months to write and record and finish a record something like that so it's always a b a b a b in the meantime i mean i collect ideas but it's like putting into my iphone or like quickly grab a guitar and record something and then once the touring cycle is over I go through all those ideas and see if there's anything that's fixed if there's anything that like works with you know the concept or like the energy that we develop when we start writing and then we do everything at the same time until the record is done that's a very good process I think uh you know, especially for a trio, I think it's good to be self-contained and uh, have a sort of a, you know, sort of a give and a take all the time. Um, I really was a huge fan of Rough Times. So this new record uh, sort of is a great successor. I think every Cadaver record is a little bit different. Um, but this one's absolutely fantastic. I can't wait for everyone to hear this thing. Um, uh, I, I, I guess you guys, have, you know, like you said, you sort of work on things compartmentalized. Um and I really dig this record. I think it almost has kind of reminded me a little bit of uh, Abracadaver from like the second record, uh, but you know, pretty much all the same, similar stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's interesting that you that you feel reminded of uh, Abracadaver. Um, there is actually one song that I've written at the time already, so it's really old, but. Um, I never really finished it and we never used it. I wanted to put it on Berlin already. I wanted to put it on rough times and it took five, five, six years until, uh, you know, the long forgotten song finally uh, made it onto a record. That's the last one on the record. So it's actually true. There's, there's something from that session on this record. Oh, that's awesome. I, You know, it's funny. I always feel like uh, every musician has sort of a bag of riffs or beats or songs left over from whenever. You know, every guitar player has that first riff they ever wrote when they were a teenager. It's like, I'll use that again someday. I like that. And then it comes back to them 20 years later and they put it on a record. So it's kind of funny. You never really throw away a riff or, a, or you know, a beat, you know? I mean, or at least like you probably, I mean, you constantly throw stuff away all the time just by thinking you have something in your head and then forgetting, but then there are risks that you that stick with you even if you never put them down on your phone or you never uh, you never record them, you never put it to paper. 
And that's how it was with that riff. And, and when we were almost done with the record, I told Lucas, hey, I got this thing. I never showed it to you, but it's super old. Uh, check it out and blah, 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 blah. And, and he was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Let's, let's, let's do it. Yeah, I think it was the first the first time that a, that a thing came back like that. Finally, without ever recording or saving it somewhere, it was just in my head. That's awesome. Which song is that? That's the last one. It's called Long Forgotten Song. Oh, sure. Uh, that thing is epic. It's very, uh, it's almost a little bit, uh, for you guys, it's almost a little bit prog. It's got like a very uh, interesting uh, couple of passages in it. Yeah, there's a lot of passages in it, and uh, it's uh, you, you could also consider it a ballad somehow. I don't know, but it's heavy and 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 ballad at the same time. I agree. It's definitely got that quality. Um, love the brand new video for the single, "The Devil's Master." Uh, like a very fun video that reminded me of a lot of Sergio Leone spaghetti westerns. What was uh, sort of the inspiration to make that music video and that single? So in the first place. You know, the devil's master, the, the, the lyrical concept is about like, you know, ideas of horror and what's so, why are people so uh, in love or so, uh, um, what's the word, so uh, interested in things that, that are maybe not real, but rather in their own imagination. Um, and uh, it, I think it has to do with that there's always, you know, worse options in life. And and, and you, you most of the time you try to avoid the worst options or, you know, the most uh, things that are worse for, for all the other people. And uh, in the video, it's like every, everyone is against each other and tries to kill each other. Um, because, you know, everyone's scared of each other and it's, you know, things that maybe in real life are only your imagination. But, you know, sometimes you get paranoid and you think everything will turn bad. And uh, that was, that's kind of a lyrical concept and that's what, what we, in a more fun way, try to put into a video. Nice. And uh, very, very well done. Man. Probably my favorite video the band has ever done, actually. Thank you. That's nice to hear. Yeah, it's fantastic. I love the I love a high concept uh, video anyway, but it's just a perfect marriage of the visual and storytelling. Not every song needs a literal interpretation sometimes, but it, this is amazing. Oh, thanks a lot. Yeah. So to hear that. Yeah, of course. So you know, um, I, I was also kind of struck by uh, some of the tracks and some of the lyrics on this record, as you mentioned. Is Maybe not a whole concept record, but definitely, you know, sort of a recurring theme, it feels, um, in terms of sort of very philosophical. Maybe you guys are getting a little older and wiser, um, but it's a very philosophical feeling record, much more than I think some of the earlier work. I'm a little overwhelmed because it's a very nice compliment to, to you know, that you, that you consider philosophical, but I think... Yeah, I would say I'm I'm a philosophical person. We probably all are, and uh, it's a very nice compliment for lyrics. If you if if it feels philosophical to you, I think um, because it's rather drawn to you know 
fantasy and horror and uh, uh, things that are maybe not real, but uh, like I pointed out in The Devil's Master, like imagination. It's kind of um, kicked off, like creative process. That, you know, it was easier to express thought in a in a way that's not so strongly connected to reality, but rather like, you know, stream of consciousness, what makes for like emotional, uh, in, what does it make you feel if you put words together like that and try to, to tell a certain story when you maybe not really have a very clear vision of what you are supposed to say. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, I think, you know, maybe the whole genre as a whole doesn't get enough credit for actually writing very deep, interesting music. I mean, there's amazing songs. Everybody focuses on riffs and sort of the culture of stoner rock or desert rock or psychedelic rock or heavy rock or whatever, you know, blanket you want to throw over bands like Cadaver. But I think people don't give enough credit to the genre of having serious music. It's not just about weed and riffs, man. It's, you know, there's a lot of... I was just about to I was just about to say that it's not just like tune, tune your guitar five notes lower and smoke ten bombs before you do anything but <laughs> um, yeah thanks for thanks for putting it that way I think also most of the musicians try to deeply express something and it's not just about you know this kind of cheap uh, connection with with weed and heavy riffs. I'm not against weed, not at all. I think it's it's cool to smoke weed and listen to music. It's good experience and and it's fun. And sometimes it gives you a deeper connection to music. But um, I think uh, I don't know. It's more than that. Of course, we love weed and heavy riffs. But I also like when there's weed, heavy riffs, and <laughs> and more. And a little bit more context, yeah. a little bit more interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> so uh, we're getting lucky to get you over here this weekend coming for Psycho Las Vegas. Very exciting. Um, uh, any? Have you played Psycho before? I don't recall. Uh, no, we've been asked uh, a couple times. And I think the first one we had to decline because it was uh, at the precise date where my uh, my daughter was supposed to be born so we couldn't do it that was two years ago and then I think the next year there was another issue with uh, whatever and yeah we finally made it this year so we have never played but we tried a couple times Awesome. Well, I know there's a lot of excitement. We'll be there covering it. So we're looking forward to uh, getting to see you guys here. And hopefully in the future, we will get you back over here to the States for a full U.S. tour because that's what I would like to see. Yeah. I mean, now we only do a short West Coast run um, going from Las Vegas to San Diego, Los Angeles, San Francisco and Portland. So it's really just a week. Um, and we are, we are trying to come back one more time in 2019. Um, but this tour hasn't been announced, and um, I think that's all I can say at the moment. No worries. But there are definitely plans. There are definitely plans to tour uh, to tour the States a lot with this, with this record and Canada. 
Oh, fantastic, man. That's what, you know, we don't want to get you in trouble by saying anything too soon, but we would love to get you back here. And it's exciting to hear that you will. This record is really powerful. And I think uh, it's going to go, you know, typically very well. Uh, you guys have a, you know, sort of a cult following, but I, I feel like it could be a lot more after this record. So um, really happy for you. Really happy for the guys. Uh, Tiger, it's been a pleasure catching up with you. It's been a minute. Uh, I look forward to seeing you next on the tour soon. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, and thanks for the nice chat. I uh, I enjoyed it a lot. I wish you all the best, and uh, hopefully see you in New York anytime soon. Absolutely, man. Thanks for checking out today's podcast. Follow, like, and subscribe wherever you hear these podcasts. Also, check out Ghost Cult Magazine on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And finally, check us out at ghostcultmag.com. We're out. Peace.